okay, I put away all the drinks, all the cups are away, everything is washed. We're taking a quick break before MSP GeekCon. Man, that show is going to be amazing. Ray's out today, Danny's out, I'm going on vacation. Uh, let me just close off the bar and we're good. Hey, uh, Simon, did, did I just hear you say you're closing closing down the tech bar? Is that what's what's going I, on? I think I heard the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we have MSP GeekCon coming up and we're doing the show there. So this is going to be a huge show. We're taking a quick break. Danny's going on vacation. Ray is on vacation. I'm on vacation. I think it was it's well-deserved. And I think we should just close off for the night, you know? No. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I agree that you guys should take a little break, but you don't have to close down the tech bar. You mind if uh, maybe we could just get the keys? Nobody's going to be using it. I mean, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, Ray and Danny and myself without us giving you the keys. Come on, look, That's we're going to make sure we're going to make sure the, the the drinks are still there, all the bar nuts and everything else you guys yeah. enjoy. It's going to be stocked by the time you get back. Nothing's going to go wrong. All right, Phil, I'm going to give you the keys, but please, 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 please. Make sure not to burn the place on. Pretty please. Don't you have nothing to worry about, Simon? I've never burned anything down yet. So we've we've got this twenty five percent chance. You just. <sighs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Didn't know that was going to be so hard. Anyway, I think we're ready now, Matt. Yeah, I think now that uh, we got the keys, it's time to start the show. Like on the drive down, I knew I'd need them. <laughs> just, I, just, I love hear, like, just, just hear Ashley just fill it up her, her <laughs> <wine> glass. <laughs> keys oh place. You, you got the keys i thought i had the keys but i guess you got the keys all right fine you got the keys i'm not gonna argue about that everyone welcome to the tech bar very very special episode of the tech bar because as you'll see i am your co-host or a co-host matt fox here with my lovely co-worker team member friend compadre phil buck how you doing today phil? we in the building i am um i'm very happy to be at the tech bar i definitely needed a sip of something Oof. yes yes well you know quite talking, a day i'm gonna ask you a little bit about what you're sipping on but just not just yet want to do a little about that the housekeeping of course if you've never joined us before this is the tech bar this is um our place to come together you know have a little bit of fun at the end of the week uh it's really meant for everyone but clearly mostly the msp community is with us on a regular basis and I'm super excited to be here. How about you, Phil? How about you? I'm I'm great to be here, by the way, for folks that don't know us. is Matt Fox, Phil Buck. We're taking over the tech bar because Simon is out, Ray is out, Danny is out, 
and you would think the, the tech bar couldn't go on without them. I mean, they're, they're, they're the pillars that hold up the tech bar community. But, uh, you know, when I heard they were leaving, I felt like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta hey, get in what? there. Has did cheers ever really close? I don't know. Uh, probably. <laughs> Well, once in a while, um, I was trying to get into a new norm. Joke there, completely failed. Oh, okay. We're off to a good start today, aren't we? So anyway, yeah, the whole idea of the takeover today is that uh, the normal team is not here with us, but we're going to have some fun this evening. We got a great audience. I see that we have a lot of people from Steven, OIP. what up, Steven? Us. Yes, L, what up, L? Oh, trying to L keep an eye on the too. chat. We're so, right. we're so happy to have y'all. It is. It's nice to have you at the bar with us. Um, I wish I could pass you a, a plate of uh, mozzarella sticks or something. Unfortunately, the bar is not. It's more of an ethereal bar. It's not the physical kind that uh, you'd get your uh, mozzarella sticks at. But, uh, you know, Phil. Maybe this is a service, a, a SaaS that we could work on, you know. Mozzarella uh, sticks is a service. Yeah, MSAS. Ooh, ooh. Uh, Tim Golden, could you get on that right away? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a compliance risk, though? I don't know. Hey, look, you know what? I think there are some regulations around marinara sauce usage when it comes to mozzarella sticks. So I yeah. think that Tim's the person to talk to on that one. But Just we'll kind of work that in the end user. Uh, EULA. Yeah, EULA. End user license agreement. Absolutely. I am going to admit it was it was a, this this episode was an excuse for me to get corn dogs today or yeah today uh, because we, we redid the intro and you already had your footage of you like enjoying a delicious a chicken, chicken nugget. nugget. And I was like, wow, like I thought about doing a few different things for the show that I could, yeah, I, I don't know, do some AI stuff. I don't know. Like I don't have much of a theme, but corn dogs are, are a theme for me. I thought, you know, what? I'm just going to lean into this. I'm going to let the audience know. I went to Sonic. I got a corn dog and I would definitely subscribe to cast corn dogs as a service that would definitely oh, be corn dogs as a service would be fantastic. And I'm just going to throw something out here because I think it's it's it, it kind of help segue into how we know each other and how we ended up where we are right now. But you once did a song about corn dogs in space with True. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow, that's, that's, that's right. Not, well, not everyone can just say that. To be fair, I mean, that was a former roommate of mine, Chill Neil. I, uh, some of the people may have seen Chill Neil on the show recently. Uh, I, Chill yeah. Neil and I used to work heavily together. We don't so much anymore, but... Uh, you know, that's kind of how you found me, right? Oh, yeah. uh, you invited me to be on a a live stream at one point because uh, you had seen some of the chill nil videos is that right yeah 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 in fact i i think that we might have some footage from that live stream it was from a, a few years ago actually really yeah oh, wow. yeah okay. Okay. I'm going to work. <laughs> it's great <laughs> <laughs> it's appropriate <laughs> it's great it's unfortunately much more timely than it was ever intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the original joke behind the song is I don't know if this is a common experience for you guys, but like, you know, I, I think that it was inspired by the days if I was like probably somewhere like in middle school to high school range where you stayed home, but you were old enough to, you know, you're, you're watching The Price is Right. And yeah. You probably got McDonald's right. breakfast and just, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. You know, that's your whole day. So, anyway. Um, you know, Phil, that was three years ago now, almost. Are you serious? That. And it was because of uh, of Chill Neil. You know, he, he he did a song, a number of songs about McDonald's. And, you know, I, I McDonald's is something that I kind of love more than I should. And that's how things really took off. And that's how I got to meet you. And um, I just, you know, I, I think that's a fun story to tell, even if we ah. gave an abbreviated version of it. It's just one of those things. We bonded over McDonald's, burgers, and fries. 
And yes, folks, I said Borger, B-O-R-G-A-R. Learn you how gotta to look that up. Bird. Look up McChorgers while you're at it. Ooh, McChorgers are delicious. That's a good one for the, the morning. A little side note for that. <laughs> if anybody goes and looks this up, there was a clip from the Chill Nil video that uh, came up with McChorgers. My brother, Brandon, he, he's a globetrotter. He'd go all around the world and he would see my videos when I post them wherever he was at. And he, he would go to McDonald's and send me videos of him creating whatever silly thing was in the video. Like, uh, he made a McChorger. He like got the ingredients, put it on, which I think is just like a, I don't know. I think it's like a burger and a breakfast four. sandwich put together with a chicken nugget on top. Something I like that. Four chicken nuggets, actually, if four. I recall correctly. Four. You remember better than me then. because quad nug. Absolutely. Quad nug. <laughs> well, well, you we got the and yeah, you know. We reminisce. I encourage the audience go check it out. Go see what we're talking about. I, I we can't do it justice on a conversation, but I, we should get into the show, huh? Let's get into the show. I haven't heard that on TV ahead of us. Yeah, there's we got a whole whole night packed, you know. And I think that the first thing I'd love to uh, talk about is uh, what's what's on tap the bar tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I would love to know, Matt. Usually, you have a different drink than most of the tech bar uh patrons you know usually yeah. they're having some alcoholic beverage it's a few and far between that we we don't always what are you drinking on tonight yeah you know i'm not a big drinker when it comes to alcohol i think after my 30th birthday i i kind of was like i'm good i'm good so uh what i'm having tonight is known as a bobby hill now <laughs> a bobby hill is typically chocolate milk you know shaken not stirred right. served over ice but I went, uh, what, neat, I guess would be the word tonight. Oh, There's wow. No ice in there. You know, it's just straight up chocolate milk. It's it's uncut <laughs> chocolate milk. Chocolate you milk. Know? Is that what you just <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Oh, wait. And not, not only is it chocolate milk, but you got to have the best syrup for it. You have to use, uh, I don't know if you guys can see it because of glare, but you need. No, I can see it. Foxes, you bet. Oh, wow. Foxes, you bet. The best chocolate. This only is timely. Best. I love this. Yeah. You know, it, I, not a, not, I have nothing to do with them, so it wasn't product placement for me or anything like that, but it's just my favorite chocolate syrup, so the entire world knows. Now, it's yet to be proven. I'm going to have to investigate that. I don't know if oh. you have anything to do with foxes, you better not. You wouldn't tell us on the stream, obviously, so. Next thing you know, there's an antitrust lawsuit against me with foxes, you bet, trying to take chocolate over the syrup world. scandal <laughs> rocks the MMN uh, institution company just dis yeah. disbanded uh, <laughs> business leader holds his head down in shame and you just see someone from hershey laughing in the background right nah, he's gonna have to come back from his vacation to all this so what what happened you guys you didn't burn it down but you got this uh, chocolate syrup on everything what is this it's gonna be like that scene from dumb and dumberer i think it was the second <laughs> one where there's just like chocolate everywhere and uh, uh bob saget's losing his mind he's like it's on the curtains it's on the walls it's on the radiator you know this but enough me about so me and, and and the mess i, I don't know the second one as well i, I don't oh. know that scene i'm gonna have to go look this oh. up you can that's that's required watching for the weekend then um but enough about me and my bobby hill ah. what are you having tonight phil uh, this is always my go-to drink. I've I've sounded off in the chat many times about a Paloma. It's a drink mm -hmm. I discovered, I don't know, probably before the pandemic. Yeah, probably about five years ago I was at a bar, and uh, it's it's very simple. I think if you order it at a bar, usually they use uh, tequila, uh, grapefruit soda, and lime. I, I find grapefruit soda a little bit hard to locate sometimes, so I typically just do tequila, 
grapefruit juice and a little mm. soda water and a little bit of lime. It's a great drink. It's much better than margarita, in my opinion. Margaritas, I love them, but so many places you go to, they have the pre-made with the 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 mix is so sour and sweet. It just overwhelms you. I don't get messed up from tequila. I'll get messed up from the, the sweet and sour shit. shit. That's just yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And by the way, if you're looking for a grapefruit soda, I believe that you can use. Um, it'll come to me in a moment. I just had it and it, it slipped off my tongue. I've been drinking too many of these Bobby Hills. That's the problem is Fresca. <laughs> is that how that Fresca, I believe, is what you'd want to use. Um, yeah, you know, you had one too many Bobby Hills. I'm gonna wake up on my front lawn or something in the morning. It's not gonna be right. good. You know, screaming, hey, Peggy Hill, Peggy, whatever, Um, you know. (laughs) So, all right, folks, it's time for us to really get into things. Let's get into the rules. We do Um, have to get into the rules. Yeah, it's time for the rules. Now, let's see here. I'm going to take, I'm going to do a little quick audible here and see about those rules. Can we change the rules just a little bit since we're taking over the tech bar? I honestly think we should, but at the same time, let's just go for it. Number one. The bartenders, which you and I tonight, we're always right. All and right? Bobby Hill. Bob, and, and Bobby Hill, of course. Uh, number two, no politics or religion at the bar. Which number is a tough three. one. Hey, for, we're going to make it through. We're going to make it through. just kidding. <laughs> number three, if you hear these words, you drink. Muted. Off the rails. Namaste. All right. Yeah, we used to have a rule about sports, but we don't really do sports here. So I'm not going to worry about that one. I think that's null and void. So we're just going to go on to what happens at the bar, stays at the bar. And I tell you what, if the bartender is wrong, you got to see rule number one. (laughs) That's it. Simple. We simplified. We condensed. We optimized our uh, tech bar rules workflow. And we're going to automate it next week. Oh, wow. So this is a be a, a chat GPT tech bar rules situation or uh... why not? Why not, man? Right now. Another thing, you know, normally we have a word of the day and I was thinking of them today and I every single word I thought of made absolutely no sense. So, you know what I said? I said, uh, a creative director is going to not do this today. Either it's going to be asparagus or it's going to be nothing. And I don't know why we're going to talk about asparagus. So I don't think we're going to do that unless you have a word of the day you'd like to use. Oh, man, uh, I, th- I, I I like asparagus. A McChorger could be that could. That's a good one. But I have a story I could tell about asparagus if you want to go that route. Let's leave that for a little bit later this evening when I'm a couple Bobby Hills into this. You know, okay. that sounds like it's going to be a wild story. So is that our word of the day? Asparagus? Yeah, why not? Let's okay. let's let's do that. We'll asparagus it up. You get honorable mention, McChorger. Sorry. No. Just sending off McChorger real quick. I think McChorger might have to become a a norm for us at some point in the the future. Yeah, if we Um, ever get the keys of the tech bar again, McChorger will have to be the word. I don't know if we're going to get the keys. I have a funny feeling we're going to come back two weeks from now and there's going to be like one of those little digital things and you got to put your fingerprint on it and race. It's going to be like, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, you're not getting in here. We're not going to be allowed uh, back in the building. We're not be in the building. There may be a bouncer outside the bar in a couple of weeks from now. Um, but you know what? I think it's time to do the toast. You're right. I, that's my favorite part of any type of celebration or coming together at a bar. So um, I'm going to get things rolling here, okay? Ladies and gents, gather round. A toast to bread, our joy unbound. From loaves to rolls, our hearts it feeds. Rise and grind to meet life's needs. 
Let's get this bread, we often say, as we embark on a brand new day. So raise your slice and make some noise for bread, our comfort, life's true joys. Hmm, what do you, uh, holla at your boy? Why are you munching on there, Matt? I got some holla toast over here, man. It's delicious. Mm, you don't even holla. need butter. It's holla, flavorful holla. And, and amazing. Holla. Oh, holla, holla, holla. Let me holla, holla at you. Holla, holla at you. Holla oh, at you? Ooh. That's the that's the second show reference we've done today. I'm not gonna tell you it's dry, so I need a little bit of my Bobby Hill real quick. I got a cinnamon toast over here. I think we Ooh. might need to take a quick commercial break so I can finish my toast. What do you say? Absolutely, I need some carbs. Let's uh, let's take a break. The tech bar will be right back after these messages. Stuck on hold again? Don't worry, you're the next caller in line. Yeah, right. Don't sit on that line listening to boring hold music. It's time for a... That's right. Hold Music Remix is here to turn that call to your insurance company into party time. Simply load the Hold Music app onto your phone and instantly any hold music will become a hold music throwdown. Get this exclusive app by calling 1-833-MSP-NETWORK now. Yep, that's right. You're going to need to make one last call to get this app. Operators are standing by. Please allow four to six weeks for delivery. Shipping and handling may apply. That's incredible. That's incredible. What, what did you have on your holla bread? It just was butter, nothing, anything? I didn't have anything on it. The holla from this local bakery is amazing. You don't have to put a single thing on it. It's delicious. It's well, delicious. thank you, uh, the tech bar, uh, for, for letting us take a little quick bread break. I think it's time to get right into our next segment. Smegment? That's not a good segment? one. I don't no, want to do segment. that. Yeah. The next nope. segment, <laughs> the more you know. And since we don't, since we took over, we, we don't have a guest. Uh, I'm going to treat you as my guest, and I hope Maybe you could treat me as your guest. What do you say? Oh, let's see what kind of questions you ask me first. Oh, you're qualifying this. Okay. All right. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I got to edit my questions, man. You got to stay on your toes, man. Come on. Let's okay. do this. No, but for real, let's talk about a few things. So like we showed the Valiant clip. That was cool because, you know, you're you're kind of known in the MSP space for your design work and stuff, right? And 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 I didn't know anything about MSPs at all, period, until I met you. You kind of pulled me into that. But you you have like a whole life before that design okay. and everything that that ties you to the MSP space. What can you tell me about that? Because I don't know you as that person. Yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot of people really do know me that well in that sense. You know, a lot of people. Um, I really kind of jumped into the the community, the MSP community, once I started doing the marketing work over at the MSP I worked at prior to joining MMN Valiant Technology, but. You know, from the time I entered the workplace in in official capacity, you know, like a, a legit nine to five uh, salary job in 2000 until 2016, I ran IT departments and digital media departments. I was hands on. You know, I started I've got a whole slew of certifications spanning back as far as like 2001 or 2002, done a ton of work, uh, done a lot of development work. I've gotten some cool nods a few times, you know, the New York Software, is it New York Software Industry Association? Whoever does the Cody Awards. And I got a nice nod from the Webby Awards once years ago for community building, which is pretty sweet because that's a lot of what we do these days. Um, you know, and, and I've interacted with MSP since 2005. 
And you would say, wow, that's a long time ago. I mean, that's almost 20 years ago now. I didn't even know we had MSPs in 2005. Yeah. I mean, technically, managed service providers have existed in one form or another for some time. It can be argued when. Uh, I think it's more like the 60s or so. I forget exactly which companies. I was doing research on it about a year ago and something I want to jump back into. But um, yeah, I had an MSP try to uh, displace me at my first job. So I had a very like uh, antagonistic MSP relief. Beef. Yeah, MSP beef, son. It got crazy. Okay. I was like, get your hands off my domain controller. You know what goes you well know? with MSP beef? Asparagus. Well? Ooh. Mm. Sorry, I wasn't trying to take us off the rails or anything. But... Ooh. No, wait, hold on. Mm. You got a drink. You got a drink. Namaste. Go on. Um, so yeah, you know, I've had, um, varied relationships with MSPs over the years. I've hired them. I've fired them. I've worked for them. And now I feel like I work for many MSPs in a very different way to help get information out to them and help improve, um, the community that we're all a part of. And that's, that's, a, that's a lot of fun to do, but yeah, well before any of the marketing or design work, which I mean, have always been interests and passions of mine. My, both my parents are artists. You can't not. You can't grow up in an artistic household and not have some, you know, some attributes kind of rub off on you. Right, right. But, um, yeah, it's only I've been doing the marketing work officially for a few years now, and I love it. And uh, I want to do more of it. And clearly, I I, uh, I know who I want to work on it with. The great team at MMN, you, Ray, everyone else. Um, so, yeah, that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. I appreciate that because it, it helps me understand how when we're producing MSB Dispatch, and and Ray and Tony are saying all these things. I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, Multi-tenant exchange. What I don't. It's the Tony, acronyms. The acronyms are too much. Uh, but but I, I love them to death. I'm glad to be here, and and I'm glad to be on the marketing team because that's where I have more of, a, a, you know, that's where I get along with everybody, and yeah. uh, you know, that's how we found each other. I was curious to ask you about. You've shown me a lot of projects that you've done with screen printing, like. Uh, is, is that something you did a long time? Like, how did you get into that? And, and what did you do like uh, across it? All right. Well, before I answer that question, you mentioned Tony. And I think in tribute for Tony, if Tony, we got to do a little something. Oh, yeah. We're in the <laughs> you yellow. You didn't even have to say it. <laughs> Off leak. We finished each other's sandwiches. Anyway, um, yeah, screen printing is something I love doing. You know, when I was uh, a kid, I used to do a lot of linoleum block. As a kid, printing. you screen printed? As a kid. Well, oh, no, wow. I did linoleum so block jealous. printing as a kid. But I see. as I got older, I think around 2010, 2011, I was working at a magazine uh, with a lot of creatives, still running IT, but immersed in, in creatives and kind of just got into screen printing as, as a hobby to, to find something new, a new outlet to kind of like put extra energy and thoughts that wouldn't apply to the workplace. Oh. And I ended up starting a small clothing company. <laughs> It was always meant to be completely pointless and slightly offensive. So it's called La Douche Clothing Company, which is kind of classy. <laughs> it's like French, right? Le, in the beginning. La Douche. Um, La Douche. <laughs> and um, not classy about a douche. I mean, it, it no. just, just, people just made it that way. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's always been a lot of fun to work on. I've got an entire setup in my basement, which, I mean, people jokingly call it the sweatshop because when you walk down there, it is an absolute disaster. I've got uh, two six-color, two-station screen printing presses, some gigantic UV exposure units, you know, heating beds, everything that you would need to um, put out really high-quality screen-printed uh, apparel. It's all in the basement, man. And I think we're going to have to do something with it someday, nice. you know? 
do some limited runs of hand screen printed tees or something like that. In fact, I got to send you some at some point. But yeah, screen printed, man. It's 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 fun. It's not something I do that much these days, but definitely want to get back into it, especially since I have everything to be able to do it. Thank you for saying that because you've justified for me hanging onto my screen printing gear for another year. This room is not supposed to be inhabited by a person. It used to just be stacked up with screen printing gear and other stuff that's now somewhere up in the garage. Oh, so oh, that's nice. Help me like, hang on to mine for another year. So if like I'm talking to you one day and I'm like, yeah, I got a bunch of 110 screens, but we got the 280s over here and we need to get some of the like hybrid uh, emulsion, the scoop and yes. blah, 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 bing, bang, boom, boom. You're going to know what I'm talking about. I, I got it. it all. I got I it had all. no idea. See, That's what this room was supposed to be for. Was did, screen did we just become best friends? I think and we did. Like, I don't know if I can do the John C. But OK, next question. This is another thing that we align yes. on. But yes. I got to know because I don't really have it going on anymore. But I think you're known in the in the community by your your people. You you have the mustache. It's one of the most notable things that people comment about. Yeah, Matt Fox is that I, even the clip they play with the uh, the the Ninja One. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they when I was on Ninja, I was in the Ninja RMM. Uh, yes. It was actually Ninja RMM at the time um, event a couple of years ago, and ended up on the tech bar, and it was. Uh, both Ray and Sean talking about this this guy with a mustache that looks like he should be tying women down the train tracks or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you guys know me so well. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, between mustaches and asparagus, it's so much about who I am. But, um, yeah, I've had the mustache for over a decade now, which is interesting. Excuse me. I had to wet the palate a little bit um, because I, I have had it for over a decade and it started off as a spite stash. I don't what know if you knew about this. What is a spite stash? I don't understand. So I was working at a company and an email went out asking all of the guys in the company to you know, take care of their facial hair a little bit. It was getting okay. a little wild for some folks. My coworker Dan had a big old beard and everything, and Buddy Cam was working with me. He was the same way. And around that time is when I decided to move on to something new. So I essentially resigned giving 10 weeks notice and was like, I'm not going to shave. And I didn't shave and it started getting a little bit long because it grows pretty fast. So I ended up just kind of like, you know, waxing it and getting the handlebars going. So by the time I left 10 weeks later, I had like a legit handlebar mustache starting. And it just and stuck. It just after? stuck. That's it. it. It never went anywhere. I, I think I used too much wax. <laughs> I think that's what happened. <laughs> Shout out, Dr. Zoyberg. I'm going to ask the audience, please do not rule 34 mustache asparagus. But maybe we can hang on to that little nugget for 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 the future part of the show. Um, I relate to you. I used to be a mustache guy as well. For some reason, I can't even, even when I let it grow, I can't get the the length and girth uh, uh, that. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. I, I think we just went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> off the rails. I got to know uh, about the shrimp. All right. So I have, there's a, a place in my heart for shrimp but i feel like the places in our heart are, are different for shrimp uh, i'm no guessing offense. yours is more like garlic and butter and the place yeah. has things like that somewhere yeah. around it maybe a, a red lobster maybe some biscuits or something like that i'm guessing yeah yeah no that's not the same thing i know i'm sorry you know, some, sorry, people have, some people have like, you know, like fur babies and stuff like that. And I don't know what this would be called, but it's basically the equivalent to that. You know, it's like shrimp think of babies. me as like I don't, shrimp babies. I'm kind of like the little mermaid and they're like Seba my Sebastian. Uh, he was a crab, mm, wasn't he? That's a great one. Yeah. You know, and, and I've I so, yeah, I've been I've been raising 
aquarium uh, fish and other stuff since i was like eight years old so well over 30 years i've had aquariums in fact i've got one Damn, that's amazing that's, i've got a 55 gallon tank that's been running in this house since 1998 like it, it excuse just, me 1998 i don't own anything in my life from 1998 anymore period not one single thing i promise you yeah i've got like a turn of the century aquarium it's vintage um and you know uh i i do raise pet shrimp like little tiny teeny little cherry shrimp that are about this big and the colony that i have right now affectionately well, just for a second, i thought you said you did raise pet shrimp i was like ray has pet shrimp no ray's got barbecue sauce <laughs> that's right <laughs> Smoke, smoke meats. All right, I'm sorry. You raise them though, like I, on a farm, like a shrimp farm. Yeah, shrimp farm, shrimp hatchery, shrimp uh, nursery, whatever you want to call it. That's what it is. And uh, the colony of shrimp I have right now are electric blue in color. They're really beautiful, and they're lovingly referred to as the shrimp gang. You shrimp know, gang, shrimp gang, and you just don't want to mess with them. You know, they'll they'll take you out. They'll take you out. Um. So okay, I. Uh, you have any other questions for me? I feel like you've been asking me a whole lot of stuff here. Uh, you know, I have questions for days, but uh, you know what? Let's keep it rolling. Do you have any questions for me? I'd love oh, to talk are about Are you myself. asking me to flip? Is that what that is? Flippity floop, if you Flippity could. Floop? I don't right. know. That made, It sounded good to me. I will ask the audience. Maybe someone at work tomorrow will be like, flippity what? You know, that'll be. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's get into this, Phil. You know, <sighs> years ago three years ago making it sound like it's a very long time ago we we're mere youth it's been a long time you know on our on our newspaper routes without a um, beat to step to, sorry go ahead you were saying <laughs> yeah we, we've known each other for over three years now and i first found out about you through chill neil's work you know he's a good dude he got us in touch i don't know and if i agree with you on that but uh, go, please proceed th not that he's a good th that he's a good dude that we got in touch from, through him okay yeah Okay, one of those will work, either or. And um, do you remember the message that I first sent you via Chill Neil? Uh, I don't, because I, you know what's funny that you bring that up is I don't use Twitter at all. The fact that we would be friends or know each other from a Twitter interaction is bizarre as hell. Exactly, and you know what? I don't even care about that. What I do want to know, because what I was going to get at was that I had sent you a fake Amazon Echo device uh, sequence. I'm not saying her name right now because there's one right it. next to me. Don't where I was like, it. hey, what am I having for dinner tonight? It was like three burger, a McChorger. You know, I got that McFlurry. <laughs> and it went through this whole thing. And that's because you had done a whole, well, not you, but, you know, Neil, I, I always mix you guys up. You look so much like it's, it's just creepy, like the Olsen twins. But, but no, they're actually twins. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's all the Bobby Hills I've been drinking all, all day. But where did the idea for these McDonald's themed songs come from for Neil? Oh, wow. You got to tell me this. Like, I don't, I'm not even asking questions about you. I want to know about him. I, I mean, that's a deep dive. That's fair. I've been in the content creation world uh, by accident for a long time. Like a lot of people, y'all probably got online and started using social media with stuff like AOL and MySpace. And uh, yeah, I definitely got into like, I remember getting into MySpace. That's what uh, you kind of sent me off on the world of music promotion and stuff on the internet. And I could never get, uh, I could never get any traction trying to like share music on the internet. Like it, it just never picked up. But I kept always trying to figure out how do I get traction on the internet. And I got into the meme world, and then I started following all these pages that did fake fast food parodies and stuff. So McDonald's, shout out to the homie McDonald's. 
uh, Kerger Bing, um, Bacotel, Bacotel. Uh, I, I started my own, which is a fake Walmart page, which is uh, never supposed to be said out loud. But I guess if you did, it would be lamb rat. But like somewhere in that timeline, I got really into the fake McDonald's stuff. And I, I was actually not very good at graphic design back then. I learned, I taught myself how to do much more with Photoshop and graphic design because I wanted to make memes and do all this. And uh, for me, I could still make music. I could still mm -hmm. be funny. So I just figured I'll take the McDonald's theme stuff and i'll do what i do i'll make funny songs and i got my buddy right. chill neil to front them and you know it did pretty good because so i met you're you. a ghostwriter basically is what you're yeah, saying yeah yeah that producer editor all that what i do on mmn you know i do for chill neil yeah, and and i think that this is a good time to recall one one instance of uh putting one of chill neil's songs i think it was uh either the one about being in the ball pit or the ice cream machine always being broken on every single valiant screen in the entire company and then maybe oh, disconnecting no. something off the uh, the network so no one could change it so oh they heard your, they heard neil's music for like i don't know eight hours nine hours something I'm like so that sorry to all the I'm, valiant I'm, people i'm sorry here. guys i i did that i admit to it um it has nothing to do with me no longer being with the company i promise you that um and i'm not even hanging my head in shame it was freaking amazing i loved it anyway this is the other stuff to ask you you know i see you got some gorgeous guitars behind you it looks like you got a, a, a is that a telecaster on the right that i'm looking at yes it is all right so you got that you've got your acoustic i can't tell what brand it is maybe it's a yamaha from the headstock i, I don't is. know boom two for good two. knowledge and good i can tell you right there you got a fender uh jazz bass or a p bass which one is that i can never it's tell from the bass. well we featured it on the tech bar this is not fair you should know that one already that was honestly i always get confused with fender basses and i don't know why they have such a signature look to them but um what other instruments do you play you're a multi-talented person i mean there's no question about that i i mean like i can sit here and be like oh, i'm a i'm a kazoo wizard but that's nonsense you are legit so tell me man what other instruments do you, are you are you into or do you play well, I grew up as a kid. I, I was taught to play piano. Uh, that mm -hmm. was kind of the instrument that gave me a, a foundational knowledge of music. And uh, also as a kid, I hated music because you was you had to go to practice and recitals and all that. And I was like, no, I don't want to do this. And I quit. And I regret it so much to this day. But then you get to a certain age where playing music is cool, you know? So yeah. again, yeah. I, my interest in music came back. And uh, I, le I learned to play bass because my buddy Chris was a guitar player. And if you know any guitar players out there, they're always looking for a bass player. And he mm -hmm. was just kind of like, oh, yeah, we hang out and you should play bass. And so I figured out how to play bass. I got really good at it. And, and you know, my dad was uh, he was a great musician, like all through his youth and college. And I think he kind of gave it up once he, uh, he got into adulthood. But I inherited all his like that's my dad's acoustic guitar right there. That Whoa, thing is beautiful. older than me. Um, so you do he, have something from before 1988, 98. Oh my God, you're right. That's so funny. And it's <laughs> on screen. That's one of the very few things that I own that I still own from when I left. Like, That's... uh, I lived in Nashville at, uh, around 2008 and I moved to Denver and I pretty much got rid of everything I owned. I brought like very few items. That's one Re of reset essentially called out, yeah. called out. But yeah, so I play all the, uh, the, the string instruments I play piano. As I told you, I also play trombone. Uh, and I got a trombone. Damn. Oh, oh so we could start a ska band. band. We could. Yeah. All right. Real big nuggets. And oh, uh, I think that pretty much rounds it up. 
I don't think okay. there's anything else I want to. That's that's awesome, man. Um, we'll talk more about that one day. You know, I've got a Carlo Rebelli bass and an Ibanez six string. I just don't play them that much anymore after hurting my uh, my left hand. Yeah, I made a real mess of it okay. a few years back, but that doesn't matter because uh, it's getting better. And someday I'm gonna have fun with it. You know, there's nothing better than than just really getting that Carlo Rebelli to put out a good crunchy sound. A and crunchy sound. To. Crunchy, man. Crunchy. That's what we do here in Long Island. I don't know if you know where I'm from. We got uh, from Amityville, De La Soul, Taking Back Sunday. A lot of bands came from where I live, and we just keep it crunchy. Now, speaking of crunchy things, what's your favorite crunchy snack? Snack, rather. Oh, man, that's not fair. That's such a difficult question. Uh, so many I think choices. it would have been difficult if I said, what's your favorite crispy snack? I'm asking crunchy. All right. Well, I'll just I'm just going to go for it. Uh, have you ever had those like uh, pretzels? They're like coated with chocolate and caramel and salt. Uh, mm. and so maybe it's a little bit more chewy than what you're trying to qualify here. But um, I think yeah, that's a good crunchy one. Multiple tiers of texture. Yeah, really a lot going, going on. But, but, but yeah, 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 if yeah. it wasn't that, it would just be chips because that's just it's just like a, a category that I could go ham on chips. I mean, uh, sour cream I and onion chips. Casey I, I gotta tell you, masterpiece. I would go for sour cream and onion chips before ham chips. <laughs> I've never had ham chips, but this is a good idea. We need to bookmark this. You said you're going to go ham on chips. And I was like, oh, he meant ham on chips, not ham on chips. Really, you know, <laughs> got me for a second there, man. It took me a second. To, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We need <laughs> to look into that. For jokes. Spam. Oh, this is a branding opportunity. Spam and Pringles. Marry those dots together. It's the 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 the, the Reese's peanut butter cup of the 21st century. Um, <laughs> now, you know, I think you you've probably noticed that I, I like to make a lot of jokes about my Jeep. You know, I've got this gorgeous 94 Cherokee that's missing an engine at the moment because it blew after like 300,000 miles. And I'm trying to figure out if I want diesel or to get another like just crate straight six cylinder engine in there. Um, and, you know, I'd always poke out and I look out the window as we're talking in meetings and it always made me wonder what what's the first car that you ever owned? Uh, that's a great question. The first car I ever owned was a Saturn. SL1, uh, SL2? What are we talking about? See, that's hard for me because I was at the age that I did not, you know, catalog that information when I got that car. But it was my dad's car. Uh, when I got old enough to get a car, he passed down the Saturn so I could go to work, you know. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But fun fact about that car, uh, I guess I'm going to out myself here on the show, but that's fine. Uh, me and the homies used to drive around in that car. Uh, smoked a lot of weed in that car. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that no, that makes good sense though, because the Saturns they were tough, man. You could run into the, the the door and it wouldn't get dented or anything. So if anything was getting a little weird, I mean, the car would survive. I well, like let me it. come back to that. I'll conclude oh, the story okay. on that note. But uh, so anyway, the homies and I, uh, we were super nerds. We didn't have anywhere to go. Nobody liked us, so we just drive around and smoking. And 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 part of the smoking was the rituals. We would hit up the Krispy Kreme. There was this one Krispy Kreme on our route. We'd hit it up. We get a dozen donuts. And then we'd hit up Walgreens or something and we would get, uh, what is it, like a half gallon of milk. milk. And the reason that it's relevant, I don't know why, <laughs> this is disgusting now that I'm saying it out loud, but the milk fit perfectly in the console of the Saturn. <laughs> the half gallon just went, it just fits there's, right There's in the an engineer someplace who was like, yeah. I know what this what the future holds for this Saturn. It's four really stone high school kids uh, and Krispy Kreme. With excellent levels of calcium. You know, and strong bones. Yeah, and, and totally unrelated to that, the the demise of that Saturn uh, was not involving any kind of smoking or any kind of uh, you know out of mind state. It was just one time after school, 
uh, driving down right in front of my high school. You're only supposed to go 30. Uh, the traffic gets really bad as you're driving out of school. And I don't remember exactly what happened. I might've turned around to listen to my homie say something and just didn't see the truck in front of me stopped and rear-ended them. Saturn was totaled. That yeah, and they had the they were mostly fiberglass, so it was probably a nasty impact. You know, everything splinters and everything. We had a little something happen with my family's uh, Saturn. That's why I was asking you SL one versus SL two. I got to go um, look it up because I really don't know, but I would yeah. know. I want to know, and I'm going to tell you. I can have very similar stories, except we didn't have Krispy Kremes here in Long Island. We used to get Entenmann's cookies, <laughs> oh. um, you know, and we used to do that and listen to music again. Like I said, Long Island, big music scene. A lot of really great acts came out from right in my hometown, blocks away from here. Um, so I got to ask you, man. Well, first I'll tell you, my first concert was Lollapalooza in 1996. I lost some hair. Metallica was playing one. They had fireworks go off. I got hit by an ember. I'm running around. It was a crazy time. I think the guys from Unwritten Law were there. I said I had a nice shirt because I was wearing an Unwritten Law shirt. Had no idea what they looked like. I was like, thanks. I just walked away and they were not happy about it. So if anyone from Unwritten Law ever sees this, I am sorry. And you're a lovely band in 1996. But what was the first show that you ever went to? That's a great question. And I'm glad that I get to look at the show notes before the show because uh, if you had asked me this on the spot, I don't <laughs> think I could tell you an answer. Uh, but I, I did think about it and I remember I was probably 15 years old and I went to see, so I'm sure like wherever you grew up, you probably had like an alternative rock station. We are of the age hey, that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like classic rock was a staple alternative rock became a thing. Thanks to, you know, the grunge movement and all that. And so you yeah. could listen to Nirvana and sublime and whoever it was. And, uh, mm -hmm. in our town we had, I think at the time that I was growing up, it was like 95, seven X and eventually they changed it to 96 X. You, you gotta, you gotta say it the way they would say it on the radio. Cause they would not say it. 96 X. Yes. Your source for alternative rock. <laughs> <laughs> so they threw, you know, a, a concert and it was just bands like that. I can't remember who all of them were. I can only remember seven. Mary three was one of the only ones oh, I wow. can remember. Okay. Um, okay. There was a Memphis band that was really popular that, uh, I think they had a song called glitter uh god i hope some people in the audience know the song that i'm talking about so but yeah i'm 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 embarrassing myself i think uh I, that's all yeah I'm gonna you know what subject. and honestly I, I i think we've been taking a lot of time here we've been moseying we've been draining the drinks i want to pick up the pace a little bit i think it's time for what what what's the name of the thing we do oh the, uh, the thunder yeah. or electrical something a lightning round it's time for a lightning round All right, Matt, let's do this. I'm going to start right. this out. This is a very important question to me. I'll give you one. You give me one. The juice or the sauce? Oh, that's tough because I'm just I'm not trying to like kiss up or anything, but I do love my sweet baby Ray's. But at the same time, Danny DeVito is a bit of an idol of mine, and I know he loves the juice on his sandwiches. So we're going to go with the juice this evening. All right. Okay. Now, you know, I, I'm talking sandwiches. I'm going to throw one back at you. It's related to sandwiches. Mayo or mustard? All right, we've actually covered this subject before, and maybe I'm going to break the rules with this, but I got to go with both. I mean, uh, when I hit up a sandwich, I like mustard and mayo on there. But if I had to choose at the end of the day, uh, I'd go mustard. All right, I, I feel you on that. In fact, uh, uh, making my own mustard is something I want to start getting into. I was doing Ooh. research the other night. I couldn't sleep, and I'm really into it. Um, All right, well, speaking enough. of making things and portlandia i can pickle that you can pickle. what how did that one go for uh -huh. you sweet or dill pickles oh you know that that's a contextual thing it depends on what i'm eating i like a bread and butter pickle but if you had to have one or the other for the rest of my life dill 
without question, Dill. Okay, okay. Now, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. It's something that we've talked about a lot in the past couple of months, especially since you've used it as a background in OBS a few times. And I've never been there, so I'm a little jealous. And I hope maybe maybe I'll visit you one day and you'll take me to one. Okay. Waffle House, man. Oh, Waffle House and hash browns. Now, I understand, what I understand, there's multiple ways to get hash browns. What? How do you take them? You know, that's a great question because I don't know the exact number, but there's so many variables for the way you can get your Waffle House uh, hash browns. It's something like 41,732 different combinations. Um, I just like mine scattered. Pretty mm -hmm. simple. Scattered. Scattered. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to, you, you're, you're going to educate me on this at some point. So there's all these different ways you can get it. Scattered, smothered. Uh, let's see if we can find Waffle House hash browns. <laughs> you know, is, while you're saying that, I see a couple of people asking questions in chat. Dijon or D, wait, Dijon or mustard? Uh, uh, I think those are both mustards. Mustard, mustard, and Dijon mustard. He might be talking. Maybe Dijonese is what's being talked about. Oh, Dijon or yellow mustard? Ooh, right, right. Tough. That makes sense. Uh, that's it, a tough one. It depends on what kind of car I'm driving. If I'm in a Rolls Royce, I'm going Dijon. If I'm in a Toyota, I'm going yellow. Okay. All right. All right. I don't Fair know why enough. my mustard consumption usually happens in a car, but it does. <laughs> uh, we're going to circle back to the hash browns because this this lore goes too deep. I actually Googled it and it said that there are 1,572,864 combinations. According we're earmarking to that for chat cheap. We're going to earmark that one for a chat GTT session tomorrow. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. But on that level of restaurants, I want to know what is your go-to level of Taco Bell hot sauce? I think that when I'm eating food from Taco Bell, the hot sauce is completely irrelevant. I'm not thinking about it, you okay. know, but I will say that there is a significant difference between them. Like the mild, you get a nice little bit of flavor from the mild sauce okay. and you know, you can go up to Diablo or whatever. And they're not really that hot. That whole thing's just, it's, it's just fake news when it comes to hot sauce from Taco Bell, but you know, any one of them just throw it on there and I'm good to go. I literally have no preference for Taco Bell hot sauce. I just grab you it. You have by to hand choose though. If I'm in, if I'm your, person taking your order sir would you like any sauce with that and you're like yes yeah. and i'm like what level yes so they sauce just grab me. and just throw them in just throw throw them at me that's perfectly fine throw, put them in my pocket it's all good man especially since we have a mcdonald's next to our taco bell and things get crazy all the time okay. um now right. you know we're, we're doing a lot of this or that so i got one for you that, that that's always been on my mind uh from from childhood you know i have uh established and destroyed friendships based on this. Not oh. as an adult, I'm past it at this point, but no pressure. <laughs> crunchy, chew, crunchy or chewy cookies? Um, wow, good question. Uh, let's, 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 we're gonna say chocolate chip as the as the type of cookie. This is a good question. Uh, a lot of discourse subject. I hope I don't cause any rifts in the community on this, but for me, it's chewy right. cookies. It's gotta be. You gotta get them out of the oven if if you're making them. I mean, you can get a Chips Ahoy cookie, which is very it's a, that's the chewy cookie. It's okay, it's okay. But you know, uh, for me, yeah. when you're making them, you take them out a few minutes before they're done and let them hang out. Because if you try to pick them up before they're cooled, they just fall or they disintegrate. But once they're cool, it's a yep. delicious. Chewy you want texture. a quick chewy cookie? I'm just gonna give this as a quick tip. I understand we got other things to talk about, but it's 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 close to the heart. If you ever want to get like you know those the, the tubes of the cookie dough you can get at the supermarket, they're not always the greatest, but sometimes you do that. If you cook them and you leave them out, like take them out of the oven like a minute or two before you normally should, and slam the entire cookie tray down onto a counter where you're not gonna damage anything, 
Okay. I don't know what kind of science goes on. I'm going to have to call my buddy Neil deGrasse Tyson one day to figure it out with me. You know, we're going to have a seance and talk to Carl Sagan and do whatever we got to do. But it enhances the chewiness, man. Really? They cool down and they don't get tough. They don't harden up at all. They stay chewy. I don't understand it. Mythbusters, give me a call. We can make something happen. I just, yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, okay. On the cookie note, and this is not an either or. This will be good because you're from the New England, the, the the up there area where there's up a there certain area. type of this food. Up, up and to the what, side. What is to you the best kind of pizza? Oh, that's know. tough. You know, know, there's so much good pizza around here. Um, just give me a regular stand, regular cheese pie. But and I'm gonna say this right now, it has to come from Mike's Pizza. What's Mike's pizza like? That Mike's I gotta pizza know. Is, is it's pizza perfection. It's like if you were to eat it and all of a sudden you would start glowing, you know? Wow. And it, Mike was a, a guy that was here in town. He had a pizzeria for many years. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but his son has Mike's Rest underground pizza. Mike's underground. You got a, you got a number you got to know to call and they got drop off locations in town. Little spots. The pineapple they... lovers are sounding off in the chat. Ooh, Dallas says, oh, pineapple! The only acceptable what? answer. Danny is not here tonight, Dallas. Yeah, you. Know, we don't have to go down that route. We can, we can, we can avoid the whole pineapple uh, controversy for a change. But <laughs> Mike's Underground Pizza. I don't care if you're in New York or the United States. Just look it up, Google it, look it on Facebook, and just have a napkin hand handy because you will start drooling uncontrollably. Now, one of my favorite things to have along with a good slice of pizza. Not really. I don't know why I went down that route, but I want to know when I'm just talking about something that you like, what is the superior flavor of ramen noodle in your mind? Oh, wow. Well, I would, man, I'm glad you would ask me that. This is a question that is, uh, I hold close to my heart and it's, it's one that's kind of contentious because I, I will often get top ramen and for years they would have the flavor oriental. You know, up until like last year, it was just called Oriental. I'm like, that seems way like. Wait, do you think guys, everyone's like, damn, that's an offensive flavor? <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. And <laughs> and they did. They finally changed it over the past two years to just you know soy sauce. Um, and that that's my go. That's my go. Which is, I don't know if that's better or worse considering the history, you know. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, the pack you get just makes soy sauce, and yeah. that is the one for me. And I've tried them all. You know, chicken, shrimp beef uh all the strange ones out there and, and they're nice to try but when, when i'm you know when i'm need that struggle meal where i have to eat something and it's going to be ramen i get the soy sauce flavor and uh yeah. I, I like to have um you brought it up a little you just a little up. bit of broth just all a little right. like i for me I, I would boil the water and then drain most of it out and make that sauce rich that broth yes. deep yeah uh, what do, do you do you like it brothy or do you like it saucy I want my my any my, my noodles to be covered in something that's got dimension and depth to it. Okay. You know? Yeah. And I think that because of that, it's more on the saucy side. Interesting. Um, usually if I would go into say a place in the city, it would be very different from that. But if I'm at home and I got a couple of those bricks of ramen in the in the pantry and I want to do a little something, we keep the moisture count low on that, you know? Yeah. All right. I got one last one for you. Uh right. I want to know, do you know any secret? menu fast food items that you can share with us you know like the mature that's one that you you have to know what to order they don't just have it on the menu do you have any of those that you could i i don't i don't you know i'm i'm very much a standard issue kind of person when it comes to things at um 
at a fast food restaurant or something like that. But I will tell you a secret fast food um, secret, secret fast food secret is that if you walk into, say, a Checkers really late at night and you start screaming that you want Chicken McNuggets, they'll actually help you get Chicken McNuggets. Are you serious? Well, yeah, there's a Checkers across the street from McDonald's in my neighborhood. So they're just like, yo, Matt, just go across the street. Oh. That's it. That's the secret well, menu item. I get Chicken McNuggets at Checkers. I'm I'm bamboozled and uh, impressed. I mean, that's amazing. You know what? I think you're so impressed that you're going to need to calm down with a bit of a commercial break. What do you say? Yeah, let's do that. That's a good call. That's enough lightning for me. I'm electrified. The tech bar will be right back after these messages. Hey, MSP owners, are you ready to step up your game and dominate your industry? Then it's time to invest in your team. Let's take your leadership to the next level because you are an owner of an MSP. Success is not something that happens to you. It's something that happens because of you. And that's exactly what investing in your team is all about. That's why you should send your team to MSP GeekCon. Your team will have the opportunity to learn from the best in the business, network with other MSPs, and come back work ready to crush their goals. By investing in your team and providing ongoing mentorship and supporting and training, you can create a winning team they will take your business to new heights. So what are you waiting for? Send your team to MSP GeekCon and invest in their success. And while you're at it, invest in ongoing training and development to ensure your team stays at the top of their game. So take charge, invest in your team, and dominate your industry like never before. All right. I believe we're back. We're back. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm still. We're electric. back near a 92.3 kiss. Yeah, I don't remember what the 102.3. The Eagle, Go! The, the home of the hits. That was the game we used to always play uh, when I was in a band, and we would drive around on tour. Is we would try to come up with the different radio stations and their mascots. So it would be like, you know, uh, 107.7, the the rabbit. <laughs> but you know, speaking of games. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of games, the people are here. They're listening to us talk to each other, interview. But the, one of the things for the tech bar that we've yet to do is play any games. I'm wondering, Matt, would you be up for a game? I am always up for a game, Phil. You got a All game right. for me? What do you I'm got? glad. <laughs> I'm glad that you would ask because yes, I do have a game, a podcast that I do on my own free time called The Suck, and mm -hmm. it's appropriately mm -hmm. called The Suck because we cover things on the internet that uh. That Sunday. suck, you know, like they, 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 you can't miss them. If you've watched MSP Dispatch, if you've watched the Tech Bar, I mean, Florida, not Florida. I will say this is inspired a little bit by, you know, the uh, the heart of what we what what people do see on the Tech Bar all the time. So shout out mm -hmm. Simon. He's not here. But I, I, I took inspiration from my podcast where we cover headlines that suck. And I went and I uh, I went to chat GPT with a bunch of them and I said, hey, these are a bunch of headlines that really suck. Can you give me more of them that uh, are either they they still suck, but they're not real. Don't find anything real, which I'm not sure if ChatGPT can do that. So <laughs> do you right. and, and also shout out to the chat. I want you all to help me decide if these headlines are real or not. Do you think you can do that? I think they're I think they can. I have faith in them. OK. All right. Well, we've got we've got our presentation up. So let's jump right into the first one. The first headline that sucks that you guys can tell me if you think it's real or not. 
King Charles makes an appearance on American Idol. Well, I, I think I'm going to get you on a technicality. Okay. Oh, no, he is King Charles now. That's right. Yes, yes. I was going to say, hey, that's a trick question. That's yeah, Prince Charles. Um, I'd love to know what the audience thinks on this one. I'd have to, uh, I'd have to, oh, man. Peace I don't out, think... Stephen. What's that? Oh, Stephen's in the chat. Here. He said he's got to go. Peace uh, out, Stephen. We'll talk to him in the morning. Um, I don't think so. I don't think that's real. I really, right, I, I, I before we before we answer it i'm gonna you don't think it's real uh sr1313 says not real uh, i will say i did generate these uh these images with mid journey and a little photoshop doctoring yeah, so why does he look like he's wearing a suit from pitbull because <laughs> because i use mid journey to make these <laughs> <It's> mr, <laughs> mr. To, worldwide man <laughs> to be fair though i just i just fed it the headline i didn't say put on a put a pitbull suit i just said King Charles makes an appearance on American Idol. So as Pitbull, yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see that the the consensus is that this is not real because I'm happy to tell you it is true. It what? is true. Yes. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. In fact, we're going to be talking about it on the suck uh, on the next what? episode. So Wait, yeah. But but he didn't have a Pitbull suit on though, right? <laughs> I mean, I think that's no, what makes it like impossible for me. I could see him maybe like you know doing a little dance or something like that and whatever but but the, it's the suit man that's the caveat so is much. don't you can't trust the images these are here to fool you don't look at the image just read the headline and enjoy mid journey's uh creation for you all right moving right along next up <laughs> this is good this is fun okay here we go pigeons overrun city park local man claims to be their leader and demands statue in his honor what do you think when did you get a hold of my local paper is this Amityville Press right here? Or? I no, this was this was my thing for a while, and then I saw Birdman on a music oh, video on MTV, and I, I couldn't do the. I, I can't do it. I just can't do it right. Can you do that? The Birdman sound. Brr, yeah, I think I can Ooh, do that. That's Birdie so, Bird. That was a very casual Chewbacca almost. Birdman. Um, I gotta tell you, I think this is real. You think I this do. is real? Okay, sound off in the chat. What do you think? Uh, Dr. Zorberg says, you know, you can just go to the park and like take pigeons. No one will stop you. They're, they're free. <laughs> they're free and delicious. I did not. I did not know that, but I, I had no idea. Uh, I've never yeah, tested there, this before. There was a time in, in uh, New York City's history where there were pigeon hunting. There was a lot of pigeon hunting going on. <laughs> what? Why are people? Uh, why would you hunt a pigeon? I'm, I'm disturbed and curious at the same time. Well, when they gather in too large a number, they become incredibly dangerous. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Honestly, right, I don't even enough. know if that's true. I just feel like someone said that to me a long time Dallin ago. Dallin has over 300 wrong. pigeons. Wow. So Dallin did know this, apparently. Whoa. I mean, he, he's probably, uh, <laughs> he's Mike Tyson's connect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and reveal this one. This is actually fake. I'm surprised that y'all would believe this one. Uh, but I'm, I'm, that's Gary Busey on the on the cover there, I believe. So, oh my um, gosh, it looks like a Gary Busey and the late singer from The Prodigy. Wow, not the wow, Prodigy, yes, Prodigy, right. Wow, I didn't see that until you said that. Okay, yeah. next up, here we go. This one says, surgeon removes 15 pounds of coins from patient's stomach. They Do were we hiding their life savings uh, in, in their own body, apparently. Do we know what kind of coins these are? 
Uh, no, they, we do not know any more information than the headline. So, I that's <laughs> definitely true without a doubt. You think this I is guarantee true? Okay, all right. Chat, sound true. off. I'm locking in your answer. Dallin says it sounds real. Okay. Anybody else? L says, I believe this. I mean, okay. It would have been wow. hilarious if a news line, news headline was like, you know, uh, 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 surgeon, you know, like some, some kid eats a $5 bill and all of a sudden he makes change. Uh, shout out Dr. Zoeberg. You can't reveal that. That's a HIPAA violation. That's true. <laughs> it's a compliance risk right there. Ooh, <laughs> compliance risk. Shout out to Tim. All right. <laughs> okay. What in a drum roll, please. This one is fake. I'm sorry, everyone. ChatGPT no. did a great job for us. I, I, I got to get Simon the same version of ChatGPT for bars or bots because we're really, really pulling some over on you guys here. I just want to point something out with the graphics tonight. ChatGPT is getting, or, or, or generative AI in general, is getting really good at creating fake language. I feel Come like we on, look at I it at a glance that. and it, initially it just looks like english and then you look at it again oh, you're like wait no it's I see not. what you're saying yeah, yeah it's like much it, better than uh lorem ipsum you know i mean it's a yeah. different yeah i mean i if you remember i did that infinite crab meats kind of thing yeah, uh the other day and we had like the can of the crab and everything else and it actually it said infinite which was just ridiculous um anyway i don't want to keep any i don't want to keep you we've well, got we got a few more we're about yeah. halfway through so let's keep it rolling uh next up this one's pretty gnarly a store selling heroin meth and cocaine just opened in canada it's canada sure no we skipped we skipped ahead on the uh i guess we'll do this one instead this is the next one but a toilet themed restaurant diners eat out of miniature commodes we'll circle back we'll circle back that, to the other one um that's real i remember seeing a thing uh i think that's there's at least one of those in japan really yes i have seen this on television before like on the travel channel or something Okay. Okay. Yes. Sound off in the chat. Dr. Zoeberg says fact. I'm not sure which one he's responding to. Dallin said, apparently the doctors only remove like three pounds of coins from a man's stomach. Okay. Okay. All right. This is getting confusing. <laughs> I like confusing though, man. It's Thursday evening. It should be confusing. Um, goodness. Yo, I think the toilet theme restaurants a real thing. And also just going to throw it out there. There is a mayonnaise restaurant in Japan that I remember seeing on a travel show once where everything's mayo based. So you might want to check that out someday. All right. Well, uh, I'm wondering if we're experiencing something uh, opposite to what you will be hearing on tomorrow's episode of MSP Dispatch, where the stories have been feeding us fake information, whereas this one, ChatGBT, did tell me this headline. So I would mark it as fake. But uh, <laughs> you say it's real. So I'm maybe ChatGBT has tapped into some actual information that it was using. Uh <laughs> It, it, so, it, it, it got around the encryption, hacked the Gibson and got some more legit info. I love it. Fascinating. All right. Fascinating. So what's next? What's next? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what's up next. It's Texas. I've only got two left. I believe this one is Texas high school under siege by raccoons. Yes, there it is. I had a feeling something had to do with Texas. Texas was going to come up at some point. Do they have raccoons in Texas? I, I can't answer any qualifying questions. You'll have to go off of your existing knowledge. Uh, hmm. I, I want to say it's real, but I'm going to say it's not because I want to believe it's not. You want to believe it's not? Why? Because you don't want the raccoons to overtake the school? No, or? because every time I see the term under siege, I think of Steven Seagal and it just gets weird. 
Okay. Okay. You know, and I'm just, I'm imagining little raccoons going around snapping people's arms and stuff. And it just seems too extreme to me. Okay. All right. Little Steven Seagal raccoons, man. Fair, fair, fair. (laughs) Elle says, I want to believe it is real. So that's probably, uh, that's probably good. All right. Well, let's see what this one is. Uh, Nope. Sorry, Chad. Chad did not generate this one. This one is actually real. Oh, God. That's a shame. (laughs) Couldn't believe it, huh? That's that's bizarre. And I'm going to have some kind of strange dream now about like raccoons descending down upon like uh, portable classrooms or something, you know? And oh, that's too much for me. I think uh, I think I've had enough headlines that suck for the evening. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot. Oh man. Well, thank you for participating. Thank you for trying that out. I, that, that was an enjoyable uh, bit. Uh, and as, as one who has watched many, many episodes of the suck, I, I feel honored to somehow be like a, a tangential part of it now after this evening. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm glad I could bring it into the realm. It's something we have a lot of fun with. Yeah. And, uh, and dude, speaking of fun, there is something that you love. I mean, you've got your show AI Roundup. We're always, you know, talking about ideas, having fun, messing around. You know, I made an amazing uh, Peter Griffin with holding a corn dog a few weeks ago that just looked too darn good to like even look like AI. And I wanted to take some time with you right now, if you if you're cool with it, and like maybe have a little bit of fun generating some images based on the stuff that we've talked about tonight so far. Wow. And, sure. uh, maybe input from the audience. Okay, let's do let's do it. It's been a while since we've. Uh since we've done this back on technical deficit, but I had a great time. Yeah. Let's see. I think I'm glad you brought it up. I have stable diffusion ready to go here uh, on my, uh, just in the background. I just keep Ooh. it running. I mean, anything that came to mind for you uh, that you'd like to see if stable diffusion can generate? I mean, I, if we can get like a raccoon SWAT team, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> that is so funny that you said that because uh, <laughs> one of the images that I generated for that, story bit was Mm -hmm. uh it it was a raccoon like as dressed as a cop with like a whole squad of cops behind him it was insane i I almost used it but i was like i don't know that that actually makes sense so what do we say raccoon swat team is that right yeah let's do a raccoon swat team see what happens everybody (laughs) all right these usually take about five to ten seconds hopefully we'll see if everyone can see it Oh, he's got the like flap jacket and everything. You know, like, oh my gosh, I'm hearing the SWAT theme song and everything. Not the early 2000s rap rock one, though. That was kind of weird. But he is ready to do some work. Wow. He's yeah, he's A-team ready. He's got a, is, you see, is that a mouthpiece he's got there? The headset? He's getting commands from like uh, Central or something like that? Yeah. Oh, that's that hard piece? to say. Yeah, it might be a little microphone or something down there. Let's see in the chat. I saw uh, someone suggested L says asparagus chorger. I think that's a great idea. We need to circle back to asparagus. I wonder if, if, well, if, if uh, AI would understand what a chorger is. It's been trained on the chorgness. You never know. The the other day I put into mid journey trongle just to see what happened. And it came up with some of the craziest uh, (laughs) images I've ever seen. Oh, we're supposed to drink though. Thank you. Oh, Yes. Thanks, L. Yeah, this doesn't look anything like a chorger at all. No, I think we need to get a little bit more descriptive of what it would be like. Um, asparagus on a hamburger with chicken nuggets. That, that might not even be. Let's see. All right, all right. Let's give it on top. Sometimes you have to give oh, the orientation top. so it knows how to compose the image, I think. All right, all right. Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. You never know. Oh, it's looking good. Oh. 
Oh wow! Unexpected. They use Perfect. it as spears, literally going through. Oh, hold on and a there second. There is a it's, chicken nugget in there. Yes, and it's, it's like look, it's on. It's like on a bed of sauce or something too, man. Oh, like wow. it's got a little bit of everything. I see now. McDonald's, get on it, please. Thank you. This is gourmet. This, this is gourmet. That's, that's that's like a seventy-six dollar sandwich right there, if you ask me. <laughs> impressive, impressive. Oh, oh. goodness. Now, see, Dallin Loomis is saying with quad chicken nuggets, I think I saw earlier. So maybe can we try that one? Let's let's do some. Whatever. Actually, keep going. Quad chicken nuggets. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, undo so we can get to the original text for this uh, for the burger we've got right now with quad chicken nuggets or four chicken nuggets on top. OK, OK. And one day if we can we we, we try to get stable diffusion and uh, mid journey running next to each other. I would love. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm just going to say those kind of look like soy nuggets, but that's not bad. <laughs> That's <laughs> that is amazing. I I mean, yeah, I, I will give it credit. The the the, the sauce. I'm not sure. It's like, it's like plastic running down yeah. or something. I mean, you know what it looks like. It looks like the kind of thing that you might see like in the in the window of a certain of some restaurants where they've got like the plastic foods and stuff out there, so you can get an idea of what they've got. And it's like not exactly the perfect representation of what you're going to get, but close enough to know what it is. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm getting. Hey, those are veggie patties. If you look in the bag, you see little green peas in there and stuff. This is a very healthy. Uh, veggie patty slash soy nugget chorger. That's amazing. <laughs> and you know, Elle is saying that it needs some gold leaf. What if we add some gold leaf on top? Like oh, maybe yeah. garnished with gold leaf? Yeah, let's try that. Garnished. I like that you can often just type something and have a typo and it'll still like find the closest. It's it, It's got like the I got you module. <laughs> I got you, dog. Uh, that's kind of disappointing. Well, I shouldn't say disappointing. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's pretty interesting. But no gold leaf whatsoever. No, and, I'm just, and you can tell this is done by AI because functionally, how are you going to eat a burger where you got like a whole stalk of the green stuff going right through the thing like a toothpick? Impossible. Impossible. Dallin says that you eat at a toilet-themed restaurant. <laughs> Apparently, there is one if you travel to Japan. There so. you go. So one thing you can do is you can weight your prompts. I'm going to weight the gold leaf as high. Like it, it might mess it up, but prioritize it a bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm prioritizing it as much as possible. So <laughs> it may not even look like, yeah, that was a that was that's, a fail. That's abstract. That would be like on the wall of the restaurant where they would sell this. Now, yeah, turn it down. Then I want to try one. I want to try something else. We're getting, we're in yeah, this burger you... theme, and I like it. I like it. All right, what kind of burger are you thinking, Matt? I'm not thinking burger. I would like to see burger rain against the starlit sky okay okay <laughs> maybe a, with a comet or something you know make it magic oh, with a comet a yeah. magic comet magic comet why not let's just uh that was pretty good by the way i will say waiting at about one and a half Ooh, uh, worked out pretty good that. looks like it's got a little rockford cheese on it too uh, it's not bad <laughs> wow i mean we got a comet uh, we it's did. Not we did, but it's more burgers. celebratory. I feel like there's a sparkler in the burger. <laughs> That's a joyful burger right there. <laughs> let's just uh, let's see if we. I think we need to get back to some nuggets. Uh, can yes, we try please, something with please, nuggets, please. like the most expensive nuggets in the world? Ooh, yes. Nuggest. See what happens. Nuggets. Balance says in a late 90s Disney animation style. That's a good idea. Very whimsical 60 frame per second nuggets. 
Yeah, that's a, just like a little too uh, accurate. That doesn't look like expensive at all. They're just kind of big. This is very right, we'll try this one out with the late late 90s Disney animation. Interesting. Eat at Wugos. <laughs> what in yep. the world? The <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm hoping to see, like, what maybe a chicken nugget would have looked like in Aladdin or the Lion King, you know? And then also, I'm like, yeah, that's more like a Titan AE nugget back when, uh, what was it? Matt Damon had that animated movie and Incubus was on the soundtrack and the whole deal. Oh, my I God. I could see it more as that. Blast from the past right here. Yeah. yeah, let's run this one a few times and see what we get out of a batch of four. I mean, okay, all right. Now we're getting some Disney stuff. What's going on? Oh. Uh, sorry y'all I, I wear an insulin pump because i'm diabetic and it's telling me my blood oh, sugar wait. is getting a little bit low Dude. probably from the tequila it, it it can it can make you dip a little bit i just let me grab a little capri sun i'll be right back okay capri sun we'll, you know yeah, i'll keep you, this running we'll keep this running yeah everybody look yeah, at that one no oh it's not bad no that's not bad at all we'll why don't you it up i'm gonna I'll talk right about back. that sorry you, you need yeah All right, folks, hopefully Phil's going to be okay. I was going to ask him to get me a Snickers while he was walking away, but uh, I guess he's got to do what he's got to do. You know, he's got to make sure his blood sugar's in check. That's important, and uh, he's a very important person to me as a friend and a coworker. so I want to make sure the guy's okay. And in the meantime, let's just kind of keep things chill and look at these nuggets for a little bit. First of all, wow, upper right-hand corner of that rendering that I'm looking at right now looks like a, almost like a ceremonial mooncake, more than a nugget. And... Uh, this is oh wait oh hey yo no 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 Neil 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 come on folks you're gonna have to bear with me on this um excuse me I, sorry I don't mean to barge in or anything uh is this the tech Neil. bar Neil you know exactly what this is come on <laughs> you know first Matt of Fox, all what's up man hey you know what it's good to see you I'm just gonna remind you you stole me fifty dollars. Oh, you yeah. remember that? Yeah, That's I do. Because you gave me that uh, that McDonald's gift card. You said it had fifty bucks on it, and I got there, and uh, I got nothing. All right. Well, I didn't know you were going to be here tonight. Last time I was on, it was Ray, Kyle. Uh, wait, you were there too. Never mind. I no, guess I figured you, you, you wouldn't you're be busy on. with the bots and the bars and all the bars and the beats. You know, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? Well, uh, I, Y'all don't mind if I just get in here for a minute. Uh, I, I mean, I was just walking by. I saw the show was on. I just first thought of all, do you know if Phil's okay? Oh, I don't talk to Phil. I don't. I mean, you've seen Phil. What do you mean? All right, he must be what getting a lemonade or something. That's fine. Ooh. Why did? Why do y'all have a half-eaten toast here? Well, you know, if somebody uh, was having low blood sugar, it seems like they could have eaten some some cinnamon toast or something. I don't. Oh, know. you know what? I, I'm I'm afraid that Phil only put cinnamon, no sugar on the toast. That's probably what the problem was. Oh yeah, it happens Steve, sometimes. Yeah. All, right, All right, so I, I guess, guess I, I got to sneak out. I mm -hmm. did hear him. I'm sorry. I'm a devious character. Phil you, and I don't you, get along. You were, uh, I think the word is cretin. Is that the right word? Cretin? Excuse me. You <laughs> cretin? What the hell did you just call me? <laughs> a I don't appreciate that. Cretin. That sounds racist. Cretin. What? Yeah, you know what, Phil? I, you know, you know what? I, if with Phil not don't call being me here, Phil. See, you are racist. All wait. white people look the same to you, huh? Mayo. Uh, <laughs> you know what? 
you're here. I'm going to have to make the best of this for our audience. You know, we've got Zoidberg, we got L, we got a lot of people out there. I think my guy Simon might be watching. Simon? Simon, you know him. Simon. Simon. He's a cool guy. Um, And I'm guessing, because you're a trickster, you got a game for me to play or something. Hey, I'm glad you would ask. You know, I used to do a show of my own, uh, Late Night with Chill Neil. We did Mm -hmm. really well. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you knew this. We had Michael Winslow on the show at one point. Good guy. I made a song Mm -hmm. with him. About yeah, corn dogs, corn dogs in space. You know about that? Oh, I, wow. I I I think I saw the premiere of it. To be honest okay. with you, okay. I don't All know. Right. I, I didn't have a lot going on that day, but I did see it. I did see it. It was pretty good. Corn dogs in space. Damn. In well, space. Since yeah. you're so familiar with my work, then maybe you would be willing to try out a game of uh, let it soak. You want to give it a try with me? Hey, you know what? We'll let Before it. Before Phil gets back, that's fine. Let's give it a shot. All right, cool. All right, this is a game I really enjoy playing. Uh, <laughs> the rules for everybody in the audience, y'all got to help me out here because, uh, you know, basically there's two types of people in the world, right? First up, you eat something, and then you have the dishes that are left over. And some people put them in the sink and let them soak, and some people clean them immediately. Uh, and so I'm just going to get to know Matt and, and and all of y'all at the same time, if that's okay. Are y'all, are y'all over that? You are. I know you are. So this first sounds up, like some kind of uh, e-harmony stuff right here. <laughs> it should be. They should pay me to implement yeah. this in their API or whatever. I don't know uh, the technology stuff. I think it's actually said appy, but okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So first one up, you know, them little Ziploc plastic things Either you put the food in and you microwave it and you get it back out. Well, let's say you had one of those full of curry and you ate your curry out of it and it's all stuck on. What would you do with that? Would you, uh, would you wash it or would you let it soak? kind of curry is it i don't know your choice dealer's choice let's say it's like a red curry from a thai place okay i'm washing it right away because it's going to discolor my container well yeah shout out to martha stewart learn a little something okay in the chat would you wash it or would you let it soak i need to know you're not going to do the kind of thing where you're not going to make me you're not going to let me get to the next thing until you hear something from the audience are you that's what you do. You do this thing Audience. all the time. You I'm holding him. Ha- I'm holding him hostage. Okay. We got it. Let's go on to the next one. Chat, you can sound off. <laughs> all right. So next up, we got a lot of tough ones. These are all going to be pretty difficult. I'm going to be honest with you all. None of them are easy. Sometimes I like to throw some softballs to the audience. Uh, not tonight. We're going in really hard, man. Are, are you? Do you have your washing gloves on? Oh, I got. I I, I keep them MF things on me. All right. Well, next up, I, this one actually I did surprisingly. This one is fitting for you. Uh, a smoothie full of leftover, uh, the blender full of leftover smoothie, rather, is what I'm trying to say. Yo, are you in my kitchen right now? <laughs> I might be. We got to let that soak. Really? Oh, yeah. It's so liquidy, though. Yeah, but you know what? I have my smoothies in the morning sometimes. The the staff at MMN OIT will see me sipping on one in the morning, and I kind of go through it through the course of the day, and by the time I'm done, there's a little bit left in there, and I'm like, nah, I'm not dealing with that right now. Okay, all right. I gotta, I gotta let that soak. I gotta let it soak. All right, respect, respect, respect. All right, all right, let's keep it going then. None of these are going to be easy, okay, by the way. All of you are going to be deliberating. You're going to be thinking about that you're going to wake up tonight later. This is like a damn. leftover Rorschach test. What are you doing to me? I know. I know. It's tough. 
Okay, so this is a really tough one, but we did this. We I think y'all did discuss this early on in the show. A burnt cookie tray. Mm. I don't know if crispy or chewy. I don't know. I have knowledge of things that happened earlier in the show. I don't watch the tech bar, but uh, well, I, I know you subscribe to MS M, uh, the MSP Media Network, just like everyone else. MPS, it's cool. MPLS, ML. Yeah. Anyway, M- burnt N- cookie tray. Are you going to wash it? or Are you going to uh, let it soak? Oh, oh, neither one of it. Neither one. Once your cookie tray is burnt, it's burnt. You're gonna keep using it. I mean, yes, Excuse you wash me? it, but you don't. Have, you don't have to. You Excuse don't. Me? Yeah, man, that's a hell. It's did you like say? it's like a it's like a cast iron no, skillet. You let you it get that seasoning. That, you let it get that seasoning. Man, if you put it back in with all the shit on it again, it's gonna burn and smoke up your kitchen. That's dangerous. You just don't know how to cook. Elsa, <laughs> that's just how the tray is now. All mm. right, y'all are in agreement on that one at least. That's it, I guess. Well, along the same lines. This one's a tough one too. If you have you ever cooked pizza on a pizza stone? Oh, of course. All right. Course. Well, let's say it was a, a real mess, a cheesy mess just dripping everywhere. You got the pizza, it's gone. Sure, there's grease on it, but this the cheese is all crusted and all just all over. What are you gonna do with the pizza stone? Are you gonna let it soak? That's a tough one. No, I don't think you should let a stone soak. And I mean, maybe that maybe, maybe, maybe my my views on this have warped because I've got a pizza stone for my grill in my backyard oh so you don't clean it you just fire the thing up and burn everything off of it and get it ready for the next time you use it okay so So i'm afraid i I think what i'm saying is i don't have enough experience to answer this question in a way that i'm confident but i would probably wash it immediately okay so you're not gonna let it soak on this one no i'm gonna let it cool down and then i'm gonna clean it mormons in the chat i need to know will y'all let it soak or not that's the inside joke. Go Google soak. Mm. No, don't Google soak. Anyway, the hardest one of the whole batch here. Uh, this, this is one that's probably going to just tear their community apart. I don't know if anyone's ready for this. The answer is very complicated, no matter which side you fall on. <laughs> All right? Yes. So, uh, cast iron skillet. You just cooked a steak in it. It's greasy. It's got the little burnt on bits and everything. Do you Wash it immediately, or do you let it soak? You never soak a cast iron skillet. You clean it, you oil it, you heat it up, you put it away. You've never heard of a rusty cast iron skillet? That's not, you don't like the flavoring of it? I mean, look, I I could always use a little extra iron. There's no question about that, but that's not the way I want to get it. Okay. Sound off in the chat. This is a big one. What do you do with your cast iron skillet? Do you just wipe it out? You know, just do a light wipe? Gotta leave the seasoning, right? I'm waiting for some bougie person to be like, I just throw it out and get another one. I remember the internet was all up in arms about greasy cast iron skillets and how the person trying to be nice would clean it out. And it was such a terrible thing that what would what did you do? You cleaned my cast iron skillet. This is terrible. Why would you do this? But then I heard like a few months or years later, there was like a, a backlash that was like, no, guys, you can't actually clean a cast iron skillet. You don't have to leave it greasy and nasty. And there's like the right way to do it. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Zoidberg in the chat. He says, might be a space monster. <laughs> you watch it. <laughs> but he might be a space monster, but even he knows that. All right, Zoidberg. I like that. I'm also going to throw out, you know, if you get a cast iron skillet, you got to treat it right from the first time. That's true. That's true. It's a big one. It's something you and I agree on. And I appreciate that. Very okay. few things you and I agree on. All right. It's two oh, mustache hats. guys, one mustache guy to another. I can Hats, glasses. That. Hats. We got a couple of things. Headphones. It's a nice beanie. That, hey, it's like a trawler. That. It's a trawler. I, think I like that hat, man. 
Watch yourself. It's a trawler, not a beanie. A trawler? Trawler. Are you trawling me right now? Not. Ooh, I want some gummy worms. Okay, oh, I couldn't trolling. do this with My you guys bad. talking about. I'm out of here. All right, participating in a late night I'm with sorry. you and Neil game that we love to play. Let it soak. I thought that was pretty now, fun. Now, um, you know, I know you from music and everything. So I, I can't let you guys and, keep um, talking about cast I, iron. I'd really love it if, uh, if you could maybe bless us with a little something. Oh, you want me? Oh, wow. Well, interesting. I'm glad you would bring that up. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. I got my keyboard here. Let's see. There we go. All right. All right. You know, I've been trying to figure out uh, what, what all is going on since the last time I was on the uh, the tech bar. I uh, I don't know what the MSP media network is. I had to look into it a little bit more and I learned about what MSPs are. And I thought maybe I could help everyone in the audience oh. uh, in a way. I think all MSPs would appreciate uh to increase their msp-ness do you think we could try that whoa, 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 hold on what are we going to be talking about oh don't no, sorry I, never mind let me let me just okay. play a song for you you, you, you you still offer a song i didn't spook you did i no 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 go for it go for it i'm waiting That's pretty nice, right? Are you feeling I that? like it? I like it. I feel like you're building something nice here. Come on. You're going to layer a little something in? Yeah. Okay. Well, I got my classic key sound. That's the sound I always go to right there. The warble keys. Let's mm -hmm. try it again. Mm -hmm. Let's try it again one more time. In fact, you know what? Let's load up some bass first. Let's get a, get the, the good maca bass. Ooh. No. Yeah, I got to go lower. Is that too low, Matt? I like it. There we go. There we go. All right, let's bring my warbly keys back. Ooh. All right, all right. I'm, I'm starting to feel this. Get the Wurlitzer out on it. Mm. Just a little seasoning. Let's throw a little dash of something on there. Yeah, that sounded pretty good. All right, let me switch over. I'm going to change my mic out real quick. Mm -hmm. Got to get the auto tune on. Auto tune. Auto tune. Put that sound. Put that sound. Oh, is this where Kanye got it from? This is where Kanye got it from? From me? I think, no. Is that really what happened? Okay. I, oh, I think so. All right, I, I don't want to, I want to school up for the audience, but I've been working on this for y'all, MSPs. Let me increase your MSPness. Whoa, 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 hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on, mute this guy, mute this guy, mute this guy. Get him out of here. What? Yeah, yeah, no. The Tech Bar will be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm a Jabaholic. 
I don't mean to brag, but in my 38 years of life, I've had a whopping 38 jobs. Jealous, but whether you had just a handful of jobs or you've been lucky enough to have had 38 jobs, we all have something in common. We all have a worst job story. I bet you're even starting to think about yours right now, aren't you? But I'm not the only one with wild work stories. Each episode, I'll welcome one guest to share their most insane worst job story. And in return, I'll share one of mine. Join me the first Friday of every month for new episodes of 38 at 38. Hi, I'm Ray Rossini. And I'm Tony Francisco, and we're the hosts of MSP Dispatch. Every Tuesday and Friday, we'll bring you the news, community events, and discussions that are important to MSPs today. Whenever possible, we'll also include industry experts to provide their insight, and all within 30 minutes. Available on YouTube, Pocket Casts, Spotify, iTunes, and your favorite podcatcher in audio or video form. We're everywhere you want us to be. We hope to see you next time on MSP Dispatch, your source for news, community events, and commentary in the MSP channel. Hey, I believe we are back right now, actually, because I'm seeing an active screen. And that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry about that. uh, Yeah. What, what, you know, first of all, if you see Neil, tell him. Uh, I don't owes see 50 bucks. He's not allowed around my house anymore. I got rid of that guy. Last time I saw him, he was borrowing some mayonnaise. Uh, and I haven't seen him in months since then. Look, so, but I, I apologize. I had to step off for a minute. I, I was kind of out of it. I was, I hope I wasn't gone for more than a couple minutes. Uh, it wasn't that bad, man. I'm happy to see you're okay. You know, your, yeah, your yeah. health is important. Capri and... Sun, eight to 15 carbs. I'm back. You know, I feel much better now. Nice. Nice. Thanks for holding okay. it down for me. Did anything weird happen while I was gone? I will talk about that in our morning meeting. Oh, you know, we'll be it's okay. ominous. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. <laughs> sure. Anyway, um, oh, so shit. you know, why didn't I eat, man? Why didn't you tell me to eat? Who's been eating my toast, dude? What the hell? I, I had like done. half a toast left when I was here last time. This is disgusting. Uh, raccoon SWAT team came through, oh, and they were like, and then they just kind of like had some of it, you know. And then I think they realized that they wanted some cinnamon toast crunch, and then headed out to get some from CBS. Wow. wow. Um. So yeah, man. Callbacks. We had a lot of fun this evening. You know, I think we're we're getting close to the end here. And, um, you know, know, tomorrow's Friday. It's the end of the week. Next week, I'm going to be heading down to Florida um, to visit the OIT office. Never been there. I can't wait to see everyone in person. Um, I got a hilarious for. Well, there's MSP GeekCon coming up. Oh, of course. How could I forget? And I'm just going to throw it out here. Uh, One of my favorite uh, team members on the OIT side. Uh, sent a package to my home with a book, and instead of the return address or the address to it uh, being Matthew Fox, I believe it said Shiny Forehead Fox. <laughs> so uh, uh, there will be revenge. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean I'm not going to lie, but right you know, there. yeah. <laughs> Is that why you, you know, had the, the hat? There. I got okay. the oil absorption beanie on here, or trawler, as I, I, I like to, to call use it. I the BHA liquid every morning until I realize that when I'm on camera, it makes me more shiny. So now mm. I just have bad skin instead. Well, uh, you, what you do is you have to make your entire body shinier and then everything just looks the same. 
You're just and a white glowing gone. like yeah. entity. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you wake up, it's like it's morning, and you see the light coming out from behind you. It's beautiful. Yeah, um, right. so yeah, MSP GeekCon's coming up. I'm excited. I haven't been to yeah, a really. conference in a very long time. In fact, Ray and I were talking and he was asking me questions. I was like, I can't remember the last time I was at a conference. And the the closest thing I was at a conference was like DrupalCon in 2016 or something like that. So oh it's God. been a long time since I've been in a setting like that. I'm excited. We're doing a pre-day called boarding school. And, you know, I know that you've got your keyboards, which are amazing. You know, it, the, the, you've got your on your desk, you've got a few others, you know, and, and, and I've got a thing for keyboards too, but I'm more of the data input kind of human interface or input device right, kind yes. of keyboard. So we're doing this thing called boarding school where we're going to talk about uh, the benefits of having boarding a school? boarding school as in keyboards. Okay, you're not signing um, anyone up for, you know. <laughs> no, there's no like plaid suits and ties or anything like that, you know. It's it's about um, really looking at a keyboard in a way that's more than just kind of like a commodity item. You know, I, I don't want to go too far into it. It's late at night. No one wants to hear me go on and on about keyboards. But, you know, there's a, there's a, a professor in Japan who's done a lot of work around keyboards that are quite frankly, better suited than the standard stuff we have. And he's always likened them to being like a uh, um, a saddle that a cowboy would have. You know, your, 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 your computer is like a horse. The horse is somewhat a, a consumable item. It's going to be with you for some time, and then it's not. And unfortunately, when a horse should um, expire, a cowboy would take its saddle with it because that was the interface between the cowboy and wow. the horse and it's a it's an interesting analogy to make and i'm not going to go further into it but it really got me thinking about things you know hand health i've had a couple of impalements and other incidents happen back in my it director hands-on days and that got me into building keyboards and ray and i are going to do a great session where we talk about the benefits and the approaches and everything else that's going on and i thought you know what uh you showed I, I, we've seen some keyboards in your space whether or not you're aware of it, sure. I do not know, but we have seen some of your keyboards. I thought maybe I'd show a few of the ones I've been working I on. I would right. love to see some of your keyboards. So, would you uh, get, you have I any do. you can share with us? I do. I do. In fact, um, there's a there's a gentleman named Matt also who has a, a small His name is called. Matt also? Well, no, it's Matt as well as my name, Matt. His name is Matt as well as my name? That's yes, exactly. Name. That is. And I, I hope to have him here on the network at some point to talk. But... <laughs> But he's got a small business called World Spawn Keyboards, and he does okay. a lot of modifications to different kinds of like split ergonomic keyboards and some of the funkier stuff you'll see. Um, sometimes refer to them as like, you know, mom's basement keyboards because it's like, you know, that's been a joke for years. Um, but he actually designed a board that's a modification of the corn, which is a very well-known split ergonomic keyboard. And corn? this is what it looks like. C-O-R-N-E. Okay, okay. And you can see you got your two different sides. They're ergonomically designed. They fit your hand in a much more natural manner than your standard keyboard. And this has got some cool stuff going on. We've got screens on both sides. We've got rotary encoders. So that, you know, twists. Same thing down here. And a lot of people look at that and go, wow, is that for volume? Yeah, sure, but it's for everything else you'd want it to be as well. Imagine having a, 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 a time machine on your keyboard where if you turned it to the left, it was the same thing as hitting undo a bunch of times. And if oh, you turn wow. it to the right, it's the same thing as hitting redo a bunch of times. Damn, that's cool. And you're working like a Word document. Maybe you get a presentation together or something like that, and you just twist to go back a little bit. You made a mistake. Maybe you want to go back to where you were. You twist to the right. There's a lot that of cool both, things you can do. Simultaneously fascinates me and terrifies me because the amount right? of undoing and redoing that I do in video editing, I'm like, 
Sometimes I'm just, you know, I lose everything because I just undid too many, you know, anyway. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, that, no, it does lead to a certain uh, uh, back to the future conundrum where if you go too far back and you make a change, something may go wrong. Per hour. Great Scott. You know what I mean? Like that whole thing. Um, Here's another one. This one's nice. It's a, it's called Lily 58. um, But I named mine Goldie Thox because it makes a nice stocking sound on the keys and it's got gold accents. So look at that. It's a pretty that keyboard. is a nice sound. Now, you might notice that on this side, there's a knob, the encoder, right there, just like the other keyboard. I can't see, really, right there. <laughs> but on the other side, things get really weird. That's yeah, I don't want to know what's going on here. That's a trackball, just like the old school uh, uh, Blackberries had. Okay, remember? yeah. Or just right like here? a mouse that has a trackball, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. and that's exactly what in. that is. It's built into the keyboard. And so this let's one's see. Tended. If I'm looking at the letters, would that be my right thumb? Or left. This would be uh, your left thumb. Oh, okay. And so even as someone who's right-handed, this is incredibly handy to have. Wow. And you know, you may be saying oh, that's kind of cool, but split keyboards—they look like they're kind of awkward to work with. And if I lose one side, is the other side ever going to do me any good? That's when you go with the. And I, I, I love the name of this: the unibody split. Damn, your unibody so like, is a wonderland. <laughs> yeah, John Mayer over here. <laughs> I wonder what Sorry. John Mayer's typing speed is. I'm sure Probably he's always high. sending a lot of emails and stuff, right? Them fingers, man. I'm sure as a guitar player, as talented yeah. as he is, whether or not you like the guy or not, he could probably type. He's fast. like 120, 120 words per minute, 160 words per minute, something like that. I don't know. But this is like taking a split keyboard and then putting it back together into Why one would unit. you do that, man? Why would somebody put it back together? Uh, uh, I was going to quote, I was actually going to quote the old Crazy Eddie commercials. I don't know. <laughs> but I tell you what, when I use that board versus a standard one, I can type a lot longer. I make less mistakes. And at the end of the day, my hands do not bother me like they used to. Damn. And that's a pretty cool thing. So we're going to talk more about that in MSP GeekCon um, in just, uh, gosh, I think 10 days, 10 days away or something like that. We're, it's really, cl- it's creeping up on us. May 23rd through the 25th in sunny Orlando, Actually, Florida. I believe it's 21st to the 23rd. Thank you. <laughs> you think I would have said it enough times to get it right? No, it's, it's been, cool. You're you're in a different time zone from me, though, so I understand. Right, sometimes it happens. We run into I'm a that. couple days behind Eastern yeah. time. Yeah, um, it's, it's so, only the ninth here. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty. What? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty. Yeah, well, think, we actually the the two Y two K thing, and never actually in Colorado. It would just we're like, still in yeah, ninety nine. You, you guys are still getting episodes of uh, Family Matters in premiere. Um, <laughs> I do want to say, hold on. On a serious note. You've been all about this keyboard stuff for a while, and I've always kind of tried to find my way into it. Because whenever I know somebody has an enthusiasm for something, it's like I appreciate their enthusiasm, even if I'm like I don't necessarily understand or share it. it, But but I'm like, okay, where? And I think you finally got me with the ergonomics and how much it helped your hands. Like as much as I do different keyboards, playing music, uh, etc activities and hobbies with my hands, I'm destroying them. And now I want to know. Are there benefits that I could have been reaping, you know, reaping yes, from these? Absolutely, keyboards? and, and now you know I'm what? like okay. You know what? I don't use this term a lot. It's one that I always make fun of, Hulk Hogan style. But you know what, brother? I got you. We're gonna hook you up with something real nice. <laughs> Listen um, up, brother. All right, brother. We're gonna get you that QWERTY keyboard. You know, and I'll be if you're Hulk Hogan, then I'm Macho, Macho Man, Man like, Randy. Oh yeah, delete, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, Slim Jim. 
that's the only <laughs> thing i remember macho man for control delete you know um so yeah look we're getting towards the end of the night i just want to give a quick shout out to someone who's a member of the community uh l copeland she just sent me a photo of a lovely batch of lady fingers she's making and I wasn't that hungry and now I'm getting hungry looking at my screen. So it is getting close to that time where we got to let things come to an end. Yeah. And why don't you hit the audience with some of our upcoming events? I think oh, yeah, that's that something I like to do uh, on the MSP media network. Let's take it. Let's take a look. There, yeah, there are many exciting upcoming events in the community. So let's see what's happening this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all caught on. If anybody's still watching, I'll give you a little <laughs> Easter egg. I like to do this thing now where I see how far down and up I can go for each one. I said, there are plenty of exciting events happening in the community. So that's exaggerated, but I've been trying to ease into it. But our Let's events, in case you missed it, 38 to 38 had a very special episode. Episode 12 featuring Karina Ramos, which is Aaron Bolton's mom, which is really a, just a special episode. I really hope and you all go watch I, it. I, I hate to interrupt, but I'm just going to say that the term statute of limitations comes into play on that one. On which one? Oh, episode 12. Why? <laughs> Kmart. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, sorry. In other words, folks, you have to see it. You have to see it. <laughs> you really do. Out of all the episodes, I got to give so much credit to Aaron for uh, he had this idea a couple months ago and really pushed uh, to, to, you know, do it in May, which was, I, I think, appropriate for Mother's Day. Absolutely. Moving right along. Oh, this is going to be very exciting. May 22nd, as you said, it must be GeekCon is upon us May 21st through the 23rd. The Tech Bar podcast is going to be live there at 8 p.m. on May 22nd. It's going to be, man, I can't wait. wait. You know, we're always live. It's going to be in person. And, yeah, live and in person, live and direct. In all three dimensions or four, <laughs> whatever it is. I don't know how many there are. I think are it's even four, Matt. I think it's Seven? even four. Perhaps. Yeah, and of no. course, yeah. On Tuesdays and Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern, the MSP Dispatch presented by the MSP Media Network. New episode tomorrow. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good one. Make sure you it's guys tune in. And, and and speaking of really, really good things, you know, um, one of the things that Neil, Chill Neil did. Chill Neil. Back, yeah. You know, I just want to bring him up about one chill again. Time. Okay. You know, right. it's, it's one of those things. You know, you got to give him a little credit where credit's due. Okay. All right. You know, um, we did work on a lot of stuff together. Yeah. Some of it was really good. Uh, in fact, we did do, uh, now that you bring it up, probably the most popular video we ever did was uh, uh, a video about putting things in the air fryer, like chicken nuggets. Uh, little Salami. Little Salami, uh, Mitch McConnell. Yes. Uh, Cybertruck, the, the, corn Cybertruck, dogs. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, to, to, to Neil's credit, I mean, I'm wondering maybe, I mean, since we're here on the MSB Media Network, what if we, what if we did a version yeah. of put it in the, and in the air fryer for the MSPs out there. It makes sense because I'm pretty sure he's wanted to do a song for the community. It's something has? I think he's wanted to work on for a while. Seriously? I thought this yeah. was going to be my original idea. Damn. I mean, you know what? I think it's, it's it's not that it's not original. You guys came to it around the same time. Same exact time, probably. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it's been That's a really nice. good show. Uh, why don't why don't we say goodnight to the audience? And maybe we can just let you and Neil try that out. Play it out for the audience. Yeah, let's do that. Folks. It's been great spending some time with you. I hope you had fun with the takeover. Maybe learned a little something about us. We got some cool stuff that we got on the way. You know, Phil and I, you put us in a room, things get weird. Um, but I think it's time to say goodnight. And okay. I think it's time to play them out with something a little special. What do you think? Sounds good. Thanks, everybody, for giving us a couple hours of your time. Much love to you all. See you Have next night. Shout out to Bobby Hill. <laughs> hey, Phil, let me use that air fryer, man.
Man, what you gonna put in it? Software updates. Put it in the air fryer. Reddit posts. Put it in the air fryer. Unbreakable three-year contracts. Put it in the air fryer. Frowny gate. Put it in the air fryer. RMM. Put it in the air fryer. Single panes of glass. Put it in the air fryer. Cat5 cables. Put it in the air fryer. Side loading. Put it in the air fryer. Portable apps. Put it in the air fryer. Acronyms. Put it in the air fryer. Version control. Put it in the air fryer. Third-party integrations. Put it in the air fryer. Corporate jargon. Put it in the air fryer. Chat servers. Put it in the air fryer. Cybersecurity. Put it in the air fryer. Artificial intelligence. Put it in the air fryer. Marketing emails. Put it in the air fryer. Conference swag. Put it in the air fryer. D-packing inspection. Put it in the air fryer. Non-stop webinars. Put it in the air fryer. End-user license agreements. Put it in the air fryer. Support tickets. Put it in the air fryer. This has been a broadcast of the MSP Media Network.